An ex-Disney executive, Joff Morrill, who botched the Don't Say Gay thing, which even though it technically wasn't Don't Say Gay, made $119,505 a day. <laughs> like, if you stumble upon this, what on earth would you do if you made that much money? Because pretty much to me, based off like what I spend, <laughs> like after like a month, I'm basically golden for the rest of my life. Like, like, it's just so much money. Disney's former communications chief, who was partly responsible for the company's botched response to Florida's, again, it doesn't actually say, don't say gay, legislation. It's just a weird thing. I don't get why they keep putting that in there. Amassed a gargantuan payday from his brief stint in Hollywood. Joff Morrill. He was hired as Chief Corporate Affairs Officer last January, worked for a three-month period that spanned 70 weekdays, during which he rolled in $8,365,403 in total compensation, or roughly $119,505 a day, according to Disney Securities Filing Tuesday. And it was crazy about like when I see this number right? It's like, even though I'm not hurting for money, I still like look at prices like, oh man, should I be buying that energy drink that costs like two bucks? Like, I don't like spending that money just in everyday life. And yet, imagine if $119,000 was coming into your account every single day. How would you react when you spend your money? Like, I don't even know how I would react, even though, like, I'm very against spending money. Is like, what would be going through my mind? Because the rational side would be like, like spending two bucks is nothing compared to the 120000 I'm going to make today, right? But then part of me emotionally would be like, I still don't like paying two bucks for this, right? Or what's really crazy, like the Red Bulls, the, the big ones that sometimes could be like seven, eight bucks. I'm like, oh my goodness. So when payouts associated with this termination agreement are calculated, that per day figure increases to $176,746 a day. Disney also shelled out roughly half a million dollars to move Morrow's family to LA from London, and then another half million dollars for them to move away when he lost the job. So basically a million. After he left the Mouse House, Disney bought the 4.5 million Southern California home that Morrill had purchased, Disney said. Like, this is so crazy. He's just, like, getting money from, like, every facet of life. That's despite the fact that Morrill reportedly was responsible for one of the company's biggest PR implosions, which led to employees' protests and pitted Disney's then-CEO Bob Chapek against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Even now, under Chapek's successor Bob Iger, Disney is trying to undo the damage done by the skirmish. And Morrill, an ex-Pentagon official who came to Disney from BP, was hired with a base salary of $489,500 and was given a $2.8 million bonus upon joining to replace compensation he was leaving behind at BP. 
the Wall Street Journal reported. Stock, options, and other compensation totaled $5.1 million, and a person at Disney told the Post that realized value of Morrow's fiscal 2022 compensation is expected to be about $2 million less due to some performance-based payments not vesting, and Disney declined to comment further. And during his tenure, Morrow's aggressive push to keep Disney from speaking out against the controversial Florida bill chaffed, or chafed, Hollywood insiders, who quietly doubted that Morrow and his boss were the right fit for the liberal entertainment giant. And here's the thing. I think if you're focusing on, like, pure, like, kids' content, it shouldn't really have, like, a political viewpoint, basically, at all. Why not just create good kids' content? I don't really understand why companies always have to include politics into these sort of things. Just, like, make something entertaining and cool for kids to enjoy. Why do you got to make it weird? Why do you got to put politics into it? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Last March, LGBT Disney employees erupted in anger over Chopek's decision to not condemn the bill. Morrow told reporters that the CEO would stay on the sidelines because he was not an activist and didn't want to bring any partisan agenda to work. That was a departure from company's view under Chopek's predecessor, Iger, who watched the controversy unfold and spoke out against the bill. Notoriously, tight-lipped Disney execs leaked to the press that Morrill killed the idea of joining corporations like Amazon and Apple by signing a letter from LGBTQ advocacy group of the human rights campaign opposing the bill. Anger bubbled over with Disney staffers speaking out against the embattled Chopek and leading a walkout. Chopek quickly changed course, condemning the bill and apologizing to Disney workers. And the about-face angered DeSantis, who not only signed the bill into law, but moved to strip Disney of its Reedy Creek Improvement District, which gives the Mouse House quasi-governmental control over its theme park properties in Florida. And Morrow stepped down shortly after, telling employees in a memo last April, after three months in this new role, it has become clear to me that for a number of reasons, it is not the right fit. Yeah, I wonder why. When you basically ruined pretty much the greatest tax situation a company has ever had. Period. End of story. Like, for people who don't really understand, like, <laughs> Disney was pretty much operating like its own country, okay? Like they had 100% control pretty much as to what was going on in their theme park in Florida. Like just think about that. Think of you owning like a, your neighborhood and you have pretty much complete control over that neighborhood entirely and that you don't really got to pay taxes or if you do pay taxes, it's going to be very, very little. Like just think about that for a second. And Morrill currently serves as Tenio's president of global strategy and communications. And Chapek stepped down as CEO in November and was replaced by Iger. This is, ah, no, no comments, of course. (laughs) Probably because it'd probably get so crazy on this sort of topic. But to me, like, I just find it interesting to see some of these, like, 
high-level executives making this type of money when they really don't bring much value, if any value, or worse, they literally destroy the valuation of a company, like, almost instantaneously. Like, I mean, this was probably one of the costliest mistakes that Disney has ever made as in to hire the guy. Like, oh man, like, it's so crazy. But what's even crazier, Disney is such a massive corporation. And previously, like earlier, we talked about Netflix with the recurring revenue, right? Same thing with Disney, with their Disney Plus, right? They have a recurring revenue system, right? And they're able, like, annually to make billions of dollars. Like, they pretty much can do whatever they want with that type of money. Like, pretty much anyone would, regardless of your political affiliation. If you had billions of dollars coming every single year, all the time, every single year, there's pretty much nothing that you can't do. 